Hi friend, I'm Tanya Gill. Welcome to Lighten Up and Unstuck Your What the Fuck. Together, we explore the ways through life's stickiest moments and how to live with more peace, joy, love, and gratitude. We're going to talk honestly about what isn't easy so you can discover the light within you that will carry you forward. My friend, this podcast is about you in real life, your body, mind, and soul, and the opportunity to not only live your best, but shine doing it. Welcome to Lighten Up and Unstuck Your your What the Fuck, my friends. I have with me an absolutely incredibly inspirational powerhouse. You, my friends, are going to be introduced today to Jessica Brothers, and she is a powerhouse in the health world. She's a mother to a seven-year-old son that she homeschools, and she's traveled all over the world, gaining unique perspectives, making life-changing friendships, and receiving a valuable education. She is dedicated her entire life, actually, to studying human biology, discovering many truths that aren't taught, and the effects it plays on our physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. Jessica, welcome to Lighten Up and Unstuck Your What the Fuck. Woo, thank you. I am so excited to be here. I just absolutely love you, and I know we're about to have so much fun. (laughs) So much fun. So much fun. Now, you are a human biologist. Mm. Can we start by talking about what the hell a human biologist is, please? Yes. So basically, uh, biology is a study of life and I study human life. More more specifically, the insides of our body, cellular health, processes about what makes us tick, what makes us work, what makes us light up. What makes us light up. So obviously, lighten up and unstuck your what the fuck is the place to be. Now, I'm not going to lie. I had the privilege of meeting you in person uh, in Vegas. And when I met you, I fell in love with your energy. I fell in love with your spirit. Um, And I also noticed that you are so unapologetically you. And that is incredibly inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. Being unapologetically you means living your life. Mm. And when you help people live their lives, How do you teach them and support them to be unapologetically them in the world of human biology? Yeah, absolutely. Because part of human biology is energy, spirit, not just physical, internal. As I say, what makes us light up? If we were to cut the body open right now, see the light. We don't see the thing that makes us light up, right? That is our spirit. That is our soul. That is source, whatever you call it. And that is part of uh, the body, the healing process, the supportive process, the happiness, the emotion process. It's so important, right? Oh my God. So, oh my God. And so, and what, what I love is that when we met, I'm not, I was also maybe slightly intimidated because you are super jacked. Like you are one of the <laughs> humans that I've met and right. I know I'm like, <laughs> But you own it and it's beautiful. And what I love about you is that there's no judgment of others. There's nothing but acceptance of others where they're at and encouragement to just let their light shine. Yes. 
Yes. I want a happier world and we're mirrors of ourselves. So if I don't judge myself, I therefore will not judge others. If I judge myself, I'm going to judge others on what I judge myself on. And that's something that we have to realize when someone says something about us, it's because they don't like it in themselves, you know? Um, and, and for me to show up for others, I have to be honest with myself so I can be honest with them. Otherwise they're getting half of me or a fake of me. And, and fake doesn't help. Fake is not relatable. Fake is, is uh, not a good energy to to walk life in for sure. Well, you know? and fake feels like ass. It, it does, right? It feels like crap. Like you just, you don't feel valuable. Your confidence goes down. You don't carry yourself well. And I want a happier world. I want everyone around me to be happy. So I smile at people, do things, you know, support them to make them feel good. I flip every every situation on the on the other side. When I hear people saying things uh, that are, you know, the, the downside of the coin, I say, well, it could be this, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's this perspective instead. And I flip the coin to the, to the happier side, because there's always two sides of every coin. There really is. And I want more people to feel that and see it, understand it, practice it. Practice it. Thank you for saying the word practice. Oh my God. It's always a practice. Like and, 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 you know, you say like, if someone comes and they're like, you know, they're feeling depressed, they're feeling down, things are really shitty in their lives. And guess what? What the fuck's happened? Shit happens. Life yeah. isn't always fucking happy. Right. Mm -hmm. But offering a perspective of, and what else? Yes. Right. And what else? Right. It's like when, when you offer the perspective of what else it it's like, is there a silver lining? Are there other possibilities? Are there other choices? What, what could you do? What small thing could you do that to make this feel a little bit better? Absolutely. But Absolutely. also honoring that stuff is shitty too. That's that happens yeah. with life. It, it can be, it can be. And you know, I'll tell you, I spent way too much time of my life in a depressive, negative you know, victim, everything's happening to me kind of state, like nothing's my fault. And, and the reality is we have to own our emotions. No one can make us feel sad without our permission. No one can piss us off without our permission. That's energy coming at us. And our power is to transform that energy into something that serves us. And yeah, shitty things happen and we can either dwell in the shittiness of the feeling of it be like you know what what lesson can i learn here what can i do different next time who can i talk to to um alleviate or um you know flip this situation can i just add a smile to my freaking face right now and just feel better about it all because smiles are powerful they're instant and they will change your mood in a heartbeat and they're fucking free <laughs> in a world where inflation's out of control they're fucking free yes and you know what just smiling at someone and lighting that candle for them they're now going to walk around and light everyone else's candles it's how we turn the planet on fire sister in a good way yes 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 but the the other choice of that is if you disable 
everyone you interact with, you're going to, you're going to burn out their flame too. And then, then you create that, that domino effect of burning out people's flames when, when you could be just choosing to smile and light everyone up instead. It's a choice. It is a choice. Okay. But I want to get real about this. When people are listening to this and if their life is shit, Mm. they're going to be like, oh yeah, you make it sound like it's an easy choice. And I know that in some ways it's easy and in other ways, it's really fucking hard. It's really fucking hard. And you said that you chose to, to, to stop living your life in that place. What was happening in your life that you decided that it was time to stop? Oh my gosh. I was so angry. I was so angry, you know, up until, uh, I was about 21. Um, I was just angry abuse after abuse. I mean, I had so much, I, you name it in my life. And to the point where I was abusing myself in every era, fitness was abuse. Food was an abuse. My words were an abuse. Everyone I was in a relationship, friendship and, and boyfriends were all abusive. Um, and I was so angry at the world inside. I finally found martial arts and because I wanted to, I wanted to fight people. I wanted to fight this anger out of me. And, um, but I discovered something completely different. Martial arts taught me a discipline of there's a choice. You know, I thought I was going to fight people and fight this anger out of me. Instead, it taught me to control my power and use it for good. And I remember the day that that light bulb came on and I said, my inner self said to me, Jessica, you are so powerful. Everything you do manifests. Like you see this happening what would happen if you chose the other side of the coin and decided to use your power for good? Just smile instead of flip people off. What would happen? This is the talk I had inside my head. I, I feel it was from source or whatever you call it, your, your soul, yeah. your, your inner self. And from that day forward, I said to myself, I'm going to always choose the opposite. Every time I'm in a bad mood, I'm going to become more aware and smile. I used to, I used to use smiles as a way to cover up my misery. Um, I didn't want anyone to know I was miserable. So I had, I already had the habit of smiling to everybody, but this time I promised myself it was going to be genuine. Be you, Jessica, be you. And it's a slow process to become aware or be in a pissed off mood and decide to be happy. Of course it's hard, but being miserable is hard too, right? Not loving your body, abusing yourself. That's hard too. So I decided to do the work to create a habit of just being happier, truly more authentic to me. And, and it becomes easy after a while. It really does. It becomes your new habit. And I, in my programs and in, in, in the perfectly in world perfect world, we talk a lot about habits. We call them practices because I think that we have like, I think we have a really negative association with the word habit because we always want to throw the word bad on top of it, right? But yeah, it's it's really a practice. It's all practices. It's a practice around when you get up. It's about when you work out. It's about how you're treating your body with nutrition and with hydration, and it's how you're treating your whole self in the way that you're thinking 
and what you're putting out to the world. And it's all a practice. Yes. Huge. And, and I, what I love, what I love, 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 love about you is that you talk about how we, it's a habit, it's a practice, it's something we do, but it also magnifies that what you put out into the world is what you attract. And I know that you attract beautiful, intelligent, wise, heart-centered, kind, amazing humans into your life by the way that you show up. Thank you. Thank you. You when know, you were uh, angry, when you were, can I ask a question about that? When you were angry, yeah. what kind of people were you attracting? Oh, angry people, angry surface people, people who were also angry at the world, people who used drugs and alcohol to numb themselves, people who were settling for being the life that others, you know, wanted for them, just oh. settling, not being authentic, not being true, not making your own choices, just surface level, everything, nothing was deep. There was no real conversation. Everything's let's go out. Let's do some drugs. Let's drink. Let's, you know, until wee hours in the morning, let's um, pretend we're happy and, and, and dance when we're really just so mad at the world. You know, you, you attract what you put out. You're a magnet to who you are. So if you're attracting people that don't support you, maybe you're not fully supporting yourself. You know? Fucking mic drop, right? If you yes. want to know how you're really doing, look at the people around. Yes. Are they miserable? Are they happy? Mm -hmm. Are they authentic? Are they surface? I love that you talked about surface because there's so many relationships in our lives where you can, where I can speak personally. There's so many relationships in my life where I've become aware of what relationships are surface and actually have only been kind of serving like a holding place instead of something authentic. Mm. And, and I think that, that we all have the experience of the more we lean into ourselves and get to know ourselves, the more we realize that we may not be aligned with some of the people that we've had in our lives too. So true. So true. Yes. I had to do a cleanse of people. Some of them just, some of them just kind of dissipate without you having to do anything because you're doing different things. You're showing up differently in different places. Your your uh, your practice of your lifestyle is different. So some of them just kind of like disappear out of your life, but others want to hold on and 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 try to pull you back down from from where you want to go. That's my experience, anyways. And you have to go through almost like a rebirth of your life for them to be like wow, this is, this is Jessica. This is no longer the Jessica that I was controlling and making me happy. This is the real Jessica and people get fearful. They get angry, like their stuff, their stuff that they feel and they have to go through comes to surface for them. They don't like that. They don't like that at all. And they start judging you, you know, um, and trying to tear you down. And that means you're moving in the right direction. But how you deal with that is is really important. I how heard, to stand up for you. 
totally. I heard the coolest cute quote. I heard the coolest quote and it was, sometimes people will talk about you behind your back and it's because you're ahead of them. And I, mm. and I, I love that. right. And, 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 and the way I think, or, or actually I got it wrong. It's, it's not, that's not it. Sometimes people will talk about you behind your back, but it's because you're in front of them. So in front of them is two pieces. The first is, is that if they're talking about you behind your back, it means that you're important enough to be worthy of talking about. Yes. Right. So yes. own that shit. Second, yes. you can't control what people are saying about you anyway. So fucking let them talk. But the reality is, is if they're talking, it, it may also be that they see in you something that they wish they saw in themselves and they see 100%. you. With, right. Uh, that, yeah, that's, that couldn't be more spot on. I mean, the truth is if they're talking about you behind your back, when, when you're ahead of them or in front of them, they're talking about you behind your back, even if you're in line with them. They're just talking about you anyways, because that's what they do to justify or alleviate whatever they're going through. It's, it's what I used to do. And that's why I speak about that, because that's how it felt for me. That's exactly how it felt for me. So when you speak about that, what do you share with people? When I speak about how I used to be? Yeah. Or what do I share with people that, uh, Hey, it's not the play. It's not for me. It, it's not a satisfying life. You're always craving for more. You're always wondering what if you feel lonely inside, you're always depressed. Uh, you're going to have vices and that's, and maybe it's hard to change. And I get that. But it was very hard for me to not love myself. And that was harder. That was something I was not willing to accept. And you have to come to terms with yourself. Do you really want things to get better? Or do you want them to get worse? Because staying the same is an illusion. There is no staying the same. You're either making choices that propel you forward, or you're making choices that hold you back. There is no staying the same. So are you okay with your current life? And if the answer is yes, then keep making choices to propel you forward. And it's going to get better. If you're not okay with the way your life is now, you can either make the choices to propel you forward or keep making the, the same practice choices that you're doing right now. And things will just get worse and worse and worse. You have to be real with yourself. Because both are hard. They're both hard. You can't tell me that being unhappy is easy. It, it may be the trance you're in is easy to stay in and keep those, those ongoing, you know, autopilots firing. Or you can choose to wake up and be aware and be like, oh, wait a minute. This is what I used to choose. I'm, I'm going to choose something different. It's a choice. I think, you know, either way, life is hard, period. I just rather live it happy and smiling. Right. And, and, you know, you talk about like that zombie trance. And I think mm. that a lot of us are in a place where we're kind of waking up from that trance and we're going, oh my God, wait a second. This is my life. 
I get one shot at it. I want to actually make it the best that it is. And yet every single day seems the same and I seem to be moving through it and it's all just wash, rinse, repeat with the same problems and the same issues and they all just keep coming and coming and coming and all the bullshit. And and it's and you nailed it. It starts with awareness. Yes. Noticing. Noticing. Yes. What am I, and it can be as simple as what do I have for breakfast every day? And does that serve me? Yes. So what time do I get up in the morning? And does that serve me? Who so am I surrounding true. myself with? And how does that serve me? Yes. But yes. then as they build that awareness and as you built that awareness, how did you start to action the change besides smiling more? Yeah. So boundaries, values writing those down, being strong in them. Who am I? Who is Jessica? Or who's the Jessica I'm I'm bringing out? Okay. Who is this Jessica that I want to be? Let's play this game. I love this game. What are your top three values? Mm, so number one is having your word as gold. Integrity. Your word is gold. If, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Therefore, I expect it in return for the people that I surround myself with. You know, that's, that is my number one value. Your word is gold. And that goes for yourself, for others, uh, how you live your life. Um, you know, integrity is huge. And then authenticity and not honesty, authenticity. It's a much higher frequency. <laughs> it's, the, it's the only frequency where two things actually have to happen for authenticity to take place. Whereas honesty is different. Honesty is just, you have to be honest about what you're saying. Authenticity, not only do you have to tell the truth, but you have to believe it's true. There's a whole belief element and, and a whole different frequency explodes when you, you're authentic, which is why it attracts other humans so well, because they feel that energy. And that's, I think that's the energy people feel off me when they're like, I love your energy. It's authenticity. It's so powerful, you know? So um, that, that is my second one being often authentic. And my third one is showing up as love, choosing love show up as love in every area um relationships for number one for yourself love is always the choice um and that's that's a value uh, to show up in love in every moment i can every moment I'm, I'm willing to you know i'm not perfect but i catch myself and then i'm like wait a minute choose again choose again those those are my top three that always are cycling in my head um on every moment of every day to live with authenticity, to live with in integrity, and to live with love. Yes. Thank you for sharing that, my friend. Thank you. Yes, because, you know, asking someone what their values are is a very interesting thing. A lot of people, first of all, don't actually have a clue. They're like, mm -hmm. well, I like honesty and I like, I like um, things that are, I like happiness and like, you know, but when you get very, very clear about your core values, then you start to operate in all of your relationships and all of your choices and all of the, in every aspect of your life comes back to, is this aligning with my values? Mm. Right. Which sure. is why you did an edit, if you will, to some of your friendships, I'm guessing. Yeah. 
Oh yes, absolutely. Friendships, relationships, family. That's the hardest one. Everyone's like, yeah, but the, the people I hang around most are my family. You can't, you can't divorce your family. I'm like, mm, wait a minute. You can love from a distance. You can love from a distance. My value, love. Always show up as love. And I love my family, but spending my time with them is toxic to my energy. And I became aware of that. I became aware that when I started making my own choices, they didn't support me anymore. And if these, it doesn't matter who you are in, in, in my life, if you don't support my highest, greatest self that I need to show up as, no one is, no one is above me to sacrifice me. I'm selfishly selfish. I, I'm sorry, I'm selflessly selfish. I need to put my energy first. My cup, I need to fill it first. And if anybody wants to tear that down, no matter who you are, you should ask yourself, why do you allow that? Even if they're your mom, why do you allow her to tear you down? Why don't you stand up for yourself? Why don't you set those boundaries? Why don't you share with her your core values? And she can decide whether she wants to support you or not. That's no longer my choice. That's now her choice, right? And you can still love from a distance if they choose not to support you. Listen, sister. Um, so for our, <laughs> listeners, for our listeners, they probably are familiar with my adventurous life and um, and my road. And what's interesting is that my core values are my overarching value is authenticity. And then my core values are love, adventure, mm. and health. Ooh. And And for me love is like the center of it all because the more I love myself, the more I can love others authentically. And, yeah. and when you describe loving from a distance, that's a huge piece because, mm. um, back in March, there was a situation with my mom where I shared with her that I was sexually abused by my father and she, where she was, she was in a, she made the choice at that time not to accept that. And so then I had to make the choice not to have that around me. And my choice is to continue to love my mom dearly. I love her more, like I love her so much, but for now I have to love her at a distance and I make the choice to love her at a distance and it doesn't change my love for her at all. It means mm. that right now us being together wouldn't be healthy for her or for me because yes. there couldn't be the authenticity. Mm. I which, think you and I have the mother. <laughs> which ultimately then means that it's not healthy. So it then interferes with another one of my values, which is health, right? Because health is not about just about the food. It's about your community. It's about your relationships. It's about your honesty. It's about how you show up for yourself. It's about all of those things. So it would impact that piece as well. And quite honestly, life is a fucking adventure. And the reason yes. I choose adventure as a, as a core value is 
I want to fucking have fun exploring and, and make it juicy. Mm. Life is too short for it not to be an adventure. And I yeah. love people along for the adventure. So those are my core values. But when you talk about loving from a distance, that really, really hit home for me. And I think that a lot of people think that if they aren't in constant contact or regular contact with their family, their original loved ones, that they are bad for creating that distance in order to do what is needed for themselves. What do you say to those people? You're conditioned to feel that way, but it doesn't mean it's true for you. You know, I used to think it was bad too. How dare you push your mother away? Because those are the words my mom would say to me. How dare you push me away? How dare you put yourself first? Who do you think you are? You're no one special. We're not special people. We'll never be successful. We'll never have money. All her beliefs she was putting on me. So I had to ask myself, do I, do I down to the core believe those things? No, I I don't feel I'm a selfish person. No, I don't feel like I'm not special. I feel I'm very special. There's only one of me. There's only one of me. How am I not special? I've seen many people go from poor to rich or wealthy doing what they love doing. That's proof right there that I can do it. And I started looking all around at proof of things that I was conditioned to believe. I was programmed to believe. And I, I had to choose for myself what I believed. And, you know, it's, we're made to feel that family is everything. But where are we in importance in all of that? If family is everything, does my family believe that I am everything too? Or do they need me to fit into their little box in order for it to work for them? And if I don't fit into their little box, am I willing to live my life like that? And why are they not accepting of me if I don't fit into their little box? If family is everything and I don't fit into their little box, then I'm not everything to them. That doesn't make sense to me. This a relationship is two-sided, not one. And all these things started popping up in me. And I had to, I had to ask myself those hard questions and really dig into, into my, my, my soul. Who am I? What do I believe? What do I want? What makes me happy? What makes me authentically smile? And I would just start writing things down. And over time, it developed into what really was authentically me. And, and, and I would set those boundaries, those values. And I realized that it doesn't matter if they're family, friends, loving relationships, you, you know. Uh, Partners. If, yeah, wh- whatever it may be. If, if they don't support you in the, in the wholeness of you, then why are you going to support them in the wholeness of them? Things and, have to and the big side. question is, can you right? Like, like relationships are reciprocal. So if someone doesn't believe yeah, wholeheartedly yes. in you, you feel it, you know it. Sometimes they actually verbalize it. Sometimes it's all like in the 
passive aggressive comments or even in the silence. The silence can mm. also be a, a tell that someone doesn't approve, right? And so, and so it's like, okay, so what do you do with that information? And when you find that awareness of it, you know, it, I'm I'm not someone who advocates from for divorcing from your family and all of your people, but I am someone who says. You need to know if these relationships are serving you. Do they contribute to your life or do they contaminate it? Yes, right? There we go. Right? Yes. Like our good friend James says, does it contribute or contaminate? Sometimes. And if it contaminates, is there a way to make it contribute? Or is it necessary to move to a space of loving from a distance? It does not mean you have to hate these people. Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't mean you're in the wrong or you're doing anything wrong either. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're in the wrong either because they're using their own framework of what they understand to be their lives and yes. the stories that they've consumed in their lives since they were born. Yes. Right. Absolutely. I call it our filters. We all live through a filter, you know, uh, and every day filters can be different too. And there are stories we tell ourselves, the stories we believe, our, our belief systems. Um, you know, we all have filters. Um, and there are moods. Every choice we make is through the mood that we're currently in. And so next time you're making choices that aren't serving you, check your mood. Am I in the best mood to make the best choices for myself? That's why when when you're angry, it's not it's not the best time to make any kind of decisions, you know, at all. But uh, choosing you first, there's nothing wrong with that. You're selfish if you don't. Because now if, if, if you're contaminating yourself with contaminating relationships and experiences, then everyone you meet, you're, remember those flames, you're putting those flames out instead of lighting them. And that's, that's important is extinguishing lights instead of igniting them. Yes. Coming back to that. It comes back to the light. It comes back to the damn light, right? That's why this podcast is called Lighten Up. Yes. And unstuck your what the fuck. Because we all have the what yes. the fuck. But it starts mm. with that awareness. And, it does. and God, the way you, I love the way that you describe that experience of choice. Mm choice is so powerful. Jessica, tell the world what you're up to. Ah, yes. I love this. I love this. So right now, uh, I'm starting, I'm fully focusing on what used to be my side hustle <laughs> because it's so important. So 98% of people struggle in their life. 98% of the world struggles with happiness and, and and just their health, number one, their health. And my mission is to reverse that so that 98 becomes 97%. That's 1% of the world I want to impact. And I do that by, by teaching the four driving factors of our health, things that people in, in the health and fitness world don't talk about being a human biologist. I definitely have a special skill. And one of them is your methylation process. And I 
what that is. It's the process that our body goes through to take environmental nutrients, the food we eat, and process them, turn them into usable uh, ingredients that our body can use. So it breaks all the vitamins and minerals down to a raw material so we can feel our best. We can have our optimal health. And I do that by, you know, doing a test. It's just a simple cheek swab test. So when people come to me and say, oh, I work out, I eat healthy, I do my personal development, but I still don't sleep good. I still feel unmotivated. I still can't focus. You know, I still don't just love myself. I don't feel good in my skin. I'm not getting the results I want. And I'm living a healthier lifestyle. I say, well, let's check your methylation because all those symptoms tell me you have a broken methylation process. And when our methylation process isn't healthy and consistent, those symptoms occur. Any one of those, ADD, ADHD, stress, the way we feel stress, anxiety, insomnia, and the list can go on and on and on. So um, the methylation process has five actionable genes, okay, that um, are expressed through our DNA, and our DNA comes from our mother and our father. And I haven't met a single human yet who has a perfectly healthy methylation process, okay? So if you are experiencing any one of those symptoms, by me looking at your methylation process, I can tell you what symptoms you're already experiencing by the combination of what's fully working, what's fully broken, or what's only working 40% of the time. So if you have a team, okay, and only part of them are showing up, your work is going to back up, right? Things aren't going to go as smooth as you want. And our body is doing the same thing with our methylation process. It has a team of five um, workers. And if those workers aren't showing up, your body's going to get backed up. You're going to have weight loss resistance. So people who feel like they've tried everything and can't lose weight or women who are feeling pre or post menopausal symptoms thinking it's normal. No, it's not. It's a broken methylation process. And that's how I help people now. Okay. So you work on methylation, but you mm -hmm. said there were other pieces that you work on as well. The first Absolutely. is, what are the others? Second is GI mapping. So the buzzword of gut health, it's really important. 90% of our hormones are made in our gut. If our gut is full of preservatives or holes, okay, our body is not absorbing nutrition. Therefore, our methylation process is not being fed and our hormones are not being produced. And without hormonal production, you know, pre, post menopause, depression, all of those occur. Not sleeping well because you're not getting all your proper hormones for sleeping. So that's number two. Number three is uh, how your organs are functioning. And we, we do that through blood work. Okay. So the, the GI mapping is done through everyone's favorite. It's a stool sample. We love digging through our poop. <laughs> it's just like going back to being two years old and playing in poop. Okay. Okay. So we got, so we got methylation cheek swab. Yes. We got, yes. we got, um, we got the poop. Yes. Got the GI map. The GI. Okay. The GI map is poop. Um, what am I missing? What's the or third? Organs. Oh yeah. Organ function, your organ function. Thank you. Your organ yes. function. Yes. And that's mm -hmm. a blood work. That is a blood work. It tells us all about your cell count, uh, everything, how everything is functioning. 
You know, if your testosterone is being produced and pushing on your bone marrow to produce your red blood cells and healthy ones too. You know, um, it tells us everything about that. We do a very unique blood panel that you can't get from your normal physician. You know, we, we see things a lot differently as human biologists. And then the fourth one is thought mapping, thought sequence. Our thought patterns. Boom. Boom. Okay. But how do you do that piece though? Cause that's the re like, that's, that's not a whole bunch of tests. That's not. That's energy work. Yep. That is energy work through uh, muscle testing forms of energy healing, like Reiki, all of that. Um, and, and, and coaching too, self-talk. Um, I'm sure you understand a lot of that with, with your coaching, you know, you get to understand people's thoughts, right? How, because those thoughts create an emotion that emotion creates an energy in our, our body, which creates the environment of our body, which then creates the health of our future cells. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I, I, I hope that our listeners are rewinding that and then hearing that over and over again, because what happens so often is that we are looking for all of the answers to all of the things outside of ourselves. And, and that one of the most critical components is, is not just what's happening inside of our body biologically, like you're describing, we do need that awareness. It's so fucking important because it's all happening behind closed doors. It's all happening under your meat suit. And, and, and so our experience of it is fatigue and, and depression and lack of sleep and moodiness and hormonal fluctuations because it's all happening in the meat suit. But another piece of it is like how we're controlling the meat suit with our yes. brain and our relationship with ourself. The meat suit. I love that. You're like, that's <laughs> meat suit. I don't know. Oh, oh man. I love that. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's going on in the meat suit is, is, has to be supported by our mental health as well. They go, they're yin and yang. You can do all the personal development you want, but if you're not, if you're not taking care of what's in the meat suit, you're going to be off and vice versa. If you're taking care of what's in the meat suit, but your, your mental health is off, you're not going to get the results you want. You need both to get the result you're looking for. They are, they are the yin and yang. Perfect description. Yin yes. and yang. Oh my God. Yes. I love it. Okay. So you're doing all of this amazing work. How do people find you? Yes. So the best way, uh, either you can reach out to me on social media. It's at Jessica brothers life, but, uh, I love to give away free gifts, you know, because who doesn't want to win right now? Who right. doesn't want to win right now? Everyone want when you want to get started, you you want something right now to start winning. So if you go to freehealthybook.com, I have a beautiful breathing guide that when you do consistently is proven in science at seven years to your life. Something you can add to your morning routine or do whenever you're feeling stressed. It's it's a breathing exercise. And in that book, you can click a link because it's a, a virtual book and you can click a link and you can actually do it with me. <gasps> so I teach you how to do it. It's uh, and it's, it's beautiful. You feel so good afterwards. It's energizing. It's life 
hacking, you know, adding years to your life. It's phenomenal. So I want to give that away to everyone watching for sure. So they can start winning today. Jessica, you're amazing. What a cool gift. And now I'm so excited because I'm like, well, where's my link? And uh, I obviously need to go and get the book and then breathe with you because I have, the, I've had the privilege of breathing with you, but not intentionally. So now I want to breathe. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Oh my God. You're exciting. so awesome. My friends, we can continue on this conversation with Jessica forever because she's a beautiful human. You need to find her. You need her in your life. Please grab her free gift and breathe with her. I'm Watch my Instagram, watch my Facebook, because you're going to see videos of me breathing with Jessica. Because it's going to be, you know what? If it raises my vibe, what the fuck? I'm going to do it, right? And I know that breathing with you will make me happy because you are just a beautiful human and I enjoy you. So it's that easy. Oh, right. Oh, I love you so much. Yes. You know what? You and I will set up a Zoom call and we can breathe together live. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. Hey, and you know what? Maybe I'll invite you sometime to the collective, our group, and you can come and breathe with us and walk us through it. Would you be open to that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. A hundred percent. Please do. It would be my honor. Yes, absolutely. I'll say yes to you all day long to anything, girl. <laughs> oh, I just adore you. I adore you. Jessica, as we're wrapping this up, what's your final piece of advice to our listeners today? The most important thing, honestly, I think is making time for yourself daily. And first thing in the morning, you have to do you. You absolutely have to do you. If you start your morning with time for yourself, you're setting yourself up for a much better day, full of better choices for yourself. Start in the morning. It doesn't have to be long. It can be five minutes, 10 minutes. Do something that fulfills you, makes you feel happy. So it puts a real authentic smile on your face. It's got to be done. It's got to be a non-negotiable, no matter what, do it. You heard it from no other beautiful face than Jessica Brothers and my friends make time for you in the morning. I totally agree. You know that I'm going to totally jump on that bandwagon and it doesn't have to be long, but it's that space of honoring yourself because it's your fucking life and it's your fucking day. So be intentional about it. Yeah. It could be the seven minute breathing exercise that uh, you're about to receive. It could be that every single morning. Who doesn't want to live longer? I know my goal is to live to 150. It's going to happen. Mark my words. 150. 150. Yes. I am all about researching what's making our cells age faster and die off sooner and all these things that happen as we age. Why? There's a reason. And if there's a reason, that means there is a way to slow it down. Oh my God. My friends just, you heard it out of her mouth. She's going to live to 150, which means I'm really great. Glad that she'll be at my funeral. Uh, Cause I don't think I'm going to live that long, but you know, I'd be, I'd be happy with 90, 95, as long as I have my faculties about me and, and yeah, it's interesting. I'd be curious to see how, 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 if anyone else has thought about how old they would like to live to, if they've set an intention around how long they've wanted to live. I love that yes. you've done that. It's amazing. You're amazing. Thank Jessica. You. 
Thank you for this time. Our listeners, you know, Jessica's awesome because you've just listened to this incredible conversation. Her contact info is in the show notes, but until then, from the bottom of my heart, stay awesome, live life juicy, and fuck, I love you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for joining me today, my friend. If you're struggling through your own what the F moments and are ready for a more heart-centered and loving way forward, it is within you. It's time for a self-love adventure. Head on over to perfectlyimperfect.wtf for everything you need, including an amazing community, The Collective. Beautiful humans on the same self-love adventure. If what you heard today spoke to you, please leave some love with a review. And don't forget to share this with a friend or 10. I hope to see you on the inside. <laughs>